Hey, hey, good people. This is episode 15, Truthful. Today is Friday, August 12th, 2022. This is Perfect Voice, ready to do this work. Let's go. Hello, hello, good people. It is Jody of Fervor. I am back. It's been probably about a month. I think it's been a month. Let me, yeah, it's it's been a month. Last recording was mid-July. So yeah, it's been a month. It's been, um, yeah, different, different. Today I want to talk about truth, finding the truth, and staying with your own truth, whether it is what you want it to be or what you already knew it was. It doesn't matter, but just stay with your own truth and it's okay when there are times where you really don't know. And I think that's what I've been going through. Um, took a little bit of a break. Generally, I do a recording, you know, weekly. And last month, something just, yeah, something came about that I really couldn't, yeah, I couldn't figure out. And a lot of times it's because of um, just the way I'm wired. Uh, when I can't find an answer, if I can't figure it out, it tends to make me nervous. It makes me anxious, and it it kind of puts me in a different place. And I just felt like I needed a little bit of a break, just to pull back and to figure out almost what, right? Just to figure out where I was in the process and what it was that I needed to do. So, and just sharing with you about truth and finding the truth and sitting with the truth and not being ashamed of the truth, you know, just being able to sit with it. But there's a little story behind that. So after I had started doing some thinking and figuring out, yeah, what do I want to do with my mentoring? What do I do want to do with my coaching now? Started to think that through. Oh, and I just, I just want, let me just say too, if I sound a little winded, I'm walking. I just, um, yeah, multitasking today. So I'm getting my walk in and I will not run. I'm just walking, getting my walk in and also getting this podcast in. I just need to multitask and get a couple things done. So, and also it's just, it's just a nice way for me to just, yeah, just feel free heart and mind and all that good stuff is one of my favorite things to do. So anyway, in figuring out some things that were going on with me, I said, let me see which direction I should be taking my coaching and my mentoring. And I looked and kind of figured that, hey, maybe if I took a coaching position, maybe that will allow me to kind of build my business in from the school standpoint. Getting a little windy. Um, build my business in from the school standpoint. And maybe that will, maybe that'll help. You know, so I, I think about that and I'm like, yeah, there should be all kinds of coaching positions out there. Yeah, I'll take a coaching position. So I apply and I get a response and set up an interview prepared, you know, well in advance. 
this place is not close, you know, it's not close to my home. But I figured, hey, if they really want me to coach, I can coach in all kinds of different ways. Maybe there's a way that I can convince them that, hey, I can coach virtually and actually do even more. It was in my mind. So I interviewed. And I'm prepared before the interview. I'm cool, calm, everything. And I get it, man. They're fielding, I'm fielding questions, throwing questions at me. And in my mind, I'm saying to myself, am I doing this all over again? Am I really trying to fit back into a space that I don't feel I belong? Am I doing it again? Really? Okay, truth, sit with your truth, right? And I get through the interview. And when I say I get through the interview, that's all I did was get through the interview. It wasn't an impressive interview at all. <laughs> I wasn't happy about the interview, wasn't satisfied with it at all. Because for me, I felt I was more focused on, let me give them the right answer to get my foot in the door, as opposed to the truth, right? Sitting with the truth, being okay with the truth. So, Interview's over, lots and lots of things came out at the tail end of that interview that I really wasn't expecting. So the end of the interview, towards the end of the interview, last couple questions, I got emotional. Yeah, I got emotional. And I think it was honestly, Honestly, because of guilt. Here I am doing the same thing that I'm championing against. And I'm right back in the same situation. I'm putting myself back in the situation. Am I really being truthful? Am I really being honest? Am I messing up? I'm confused. And they were just all of these emotions. Then, of course, I had the emotions for my son. Seems strange, but they just, yeah, everything just seems to circle back. And I felt like, all right, there are some things that you know you're supposed to be doing that you know have nothing to do with this. Nothing. One of my biggest champions you know, just so happened to be my son. Gifts that he gave me, it was always some kind of teacher gift, you know? He was my biggest champion, I feel like, one of them anyway. And I didn't feel like I was fulfilling that. I, I did not at all. And after the emotion came out and it was just like, okay, what is going on? These two women are just like, wait, what's going on? Okay, so I had to explain. I had to explain because the tears just came rushing out from out of nowhere. I had to explain. The strangest thing happened after I explained. Both of them, all of a sudden, had this. Aha moment. 
both of their faces had this sense of relief. This sense of, oh, now I understand. Come to find out, they had both lost their sons. I was shocked, but comforted. And I realized that, number one, I'm not alone, number one. Number two, this is very, this is not a coincidence at all, basically. For these two women to be able to talk to me in a way that's relatable and in a way that I understand. What are the odds that I would be in a room with two women with the same situation, having dealt with the same thing? One lost her twins. The other lost her adult son. They wrapped their arms around me emotionally, not physically, but they wrapped their arms around me emotionally and let me know, listen, we get it. We understand it. We sympathize with you. We know your pain. We know it. But there, there is a future still for you. There still is. And I realized that. I realized that, yes, there is, in fact, a future for me. And I received that message from someone, well, actually two women, who I was actually willing to listen to <laughs> because they knew, they understood. How can I say, you don't understand, you don't know what I'm going through? Not possible, not possible. Both of them. So here we have three women in the room. Here's three. Hmm. So here we have three women in the same room. Same pain. You know, we processed it differently, of course. Still realizing that there's still a future ahead. We do our best to focus on what's best for us, what we can continue to do in our lives to make our lives better and the lives of others better. Though we have this pulling at our heartstrings, you know, of our grief, but we still keep going, we still keep growing, and most importantly, we support those that come into our space, our circle, who need that support because we've lived it, we've been through it. And I'm grateful for those two women. I'm grateful for that interview because as, I won't mention her name, I don't know that she wants her name mentioned, um, 
as the individual who led the interview, as she said, we all know why you're here. We know the real reason that you're here. And that was it. That was it. I thanked them. And I thanked them for not really the interview, not really that. I thanked them for the clarity. I thanked them for the openness and the willingness to share because they didn't have to. They did not have to. It's just ironic the people that are put in our place or put in our path to help us to realize some things. And eventually, give it some thought, you kind of pick it apart, kind of pull back those layers, you can figure out what those things were all about. I didn't want the position. And I don't know that I would have gotten it anyway, but that wasn't something that I actually wanted. That was something that I was trying to get my foot in the door to complete another task. But the first task had to be worked on or figured out first, and that was that that truth piece got to be honest with myself and figure out exactly where I need to be and why in the world would I put myself back in the same place that I just left. Why? Either confusion or lack of truth. One of the two. I don't know which, but I know that that piece about truth, that truth thing, will keep you running in circles. Now, I don't know whether or not I would have gotten that position. I don't know. I did say to them that it wouldn't be anything that I could accept. I definitely said that. And it wasn't, you know, it was a long shot because it was far away. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even really local. It was just something that I was trying to do, that I was trying to control. And there were things that I wasn't going to be willing to do anyway. So that could have even been, you know, some ego in there to actually know that you're not going to do some of the things that they required, but see if you could kind of finagle your way in anyway. Again, truth. I couldn't even accept the position because I would have been lying. There's no way that I would have followed through with everything that they needed. Coming in the door, not being truthful, not sitting in my truth, that's not who I am. That's not, period, point blank. That ain't me. So I had to let that go. But I do need to say before I sign off that the simplest yet most complex thing in our lives is literally to deal with the truth. That's the journey and that's the confusion there. It's truth because we will trick ourselves into believing something that is not the truth. For me to go into that interview 
And first of all, not even do a good job fielding the questions because my mind was in another place and I'm thinking about other things. It just wasn't truth, period. And when we come across these things and we experience these things, and I beat myself up about it, I really did. I beat myself up about that interview because I said, oh, I knew I knew better than that. I, I interviewed better than that. But I wasn't looking at the truth of the whole situation. I wasn't spinning in my truth. And that's the real reason the outcome was the way it was. There was no truth in that. So, in being truthful about the truth, (laughs) I have to say that I hope this message reaches you in a way that will encourage you to look at some things differently. To look at some things in a way that will, yes, number one, make you vulnerable. Because I think truth is also, it's also somewhat of a, I don't wanna say luxury, I think that's a bit strong, but it is still something that some people can move towards a little bit easier than someone else. I'm fortunate, I'll call it fortunate. I'm fortunate enough to be able to look at the truth in the way that I'm looking at it. To be able to walk out of, or to be able to leave the education field, public school. I'm walking away because I don't align with it. Do you know how many people don't align with the public school system? I'd have to say most. I'd have to say most. But you stay or you continue because that's what you have to do. Mortgages to pay, kids to put through college. Some people are putting themselves through college. You know, you just have bills, you have life and life costs. If you're fortunate enough to tell the truth, that's one of the biggest blessings a person could ever have. Being fortunate enough to actually tell the truth, to say to yourself, this is not in alignment with me. This is not what I want. And regardless of how I may suffer or regardless of how bleak or regardless of the number of unanswered questions, I can't do it anymore. And I'm gonna walk away. I did that because currently, (laughs) currently, it could change. Currently, I am fortunate enough to be able to do that. I don't advise that to any and everyone. I just don't. 
I think we all have to be careful about the decisions that we make. And in making that decision, I have to say, yeah, fortunate enough to be able to tell the truth in that respect. Goals, I think, with truth, have to be to be able to tell the truth and sit in it and do what you are aligned with. How you do it, so many ways. There's an endless list. I choose to journal, I choose to read, I choose to listen to the experiences of others. I choose to do all of those things. And it's brought me, it's brought me to some real epiphanies, <laughs> plural, <laughs> many of them, many of them. And it's given me an understanding that I couldn't, I, I can't put into words how grateful I am for them. But for Fervor Voice, for Fervor, for my mentoring, my coaching, what is next? Next is a freedom to do things the way I want to do it. Which means going in, interviewing for a position in an entire system that I don't agree with shouldn't be my path. It's not my path. I don't agree with the public school system at all. You know, a couple episodes back, I said that I needed to figure out and I needed to go to some schools and try and put this thing together and, and help. And that, whoo wait, what I found out? Oh no, oh no, I won't be a part of that. I will not, I will not. But I really and truly think that from my standpoint, from my perspective, what I know, those that I have spoken to, what I have experienced, and that not just the last couple months, not just the last couple of months, but last 10 years, 10 plus years, the system just needs to be torn down, literally, <laughs> and rebuilt. How do you do that? Who knows? Not. Yeah, not, not, not mine. Not mine. Um, sure, there could be some ways that I could help. There could be. There could be. But not, not in the form that it exists today. I have no advice, literally, for those who have school-age children within the public school system. I have no advice for you uh, other than make sure, make sure that your child's education does not begin and end with whatever school system they are linked in or belong to. You need to be the second layer of their education. 
In other words, you're going to need to start teaching at home, period. That's all I can say. Parents, yes. You are actually going to need to devote time to teach at home. Certain days or on weekends. And it's not because there are people in place who should not be there. Not not that. Not that. What is necessary and what they actually have are two different things. That is why. And I don't claim to know everything, but I damn sure know enough that I'm telling you you are going to have to be the second layer of education for your kids. Unless, unless you have wealth. And I hate to have to break that to you, but uh, short of wealth, I don't know what saves you in this day and age as far as education in the public school system. Am I against it? No. Like I said, truth. Sitting in it, telling it. That's all. Be the second layer of education for your kids. That's all I can say. They need more support than what they are going to get in the public school system. That is what I know. That is what I know. And I'd be... I'd be dishonest if I didn't say that. all I have for you today I hope the message helped uh, to give you more of an outlook and give you more of insight give you more insight to some things that you might want to work on yourself hopefully truth being the main standpoint truth understand it and sit in it and again your truth Don't worry about anybody else's truth because we always say either what we want to be heard or what we know should be heard whatever the case may be it's far too complex to worry more about someone else's truth than your own so worry about your own truth focus on your own truth sit in your own truth and recognize what's important about your path and what needs to be focused on there is no greater peace than truth. I'm telling you, there's no greater peace than truth. It's hard. It's hard work. But there is no greater peace than truth. Thank you for listening today, y'all. I hope you enjoy your weekend. It is Friday, which I normally don't record on, but I just felt it necessary. So we're moving forward, or I am moving forward doing me and I'll be keeping in touch just like I have been reporting back with topics that I feel are necessary and important to work on and I hope that you keep building I hope you keep working on yourself take care y'all see you soon or talk to you soon (laughs) bye Hey, hey, good people. It is Jody. I am back with the recap for episode 15. 
it is truthful. So with truthful, I had to look at a lot of things. It's it's just a, pretty much a quick version of what I had gone through in this last month where I just kind of pulled back because sometimes it is necessary to pull back. And I pulled back unapologetically. That That's what I needed. And I gave myself what I needed. And in that, I had to look at myself in many different ways. I had to find out that there was really truth in the disappointment that I had a couple weeks ago. I had to find the gift in that truth in time. And it, it took some time, some processing. And I'm good with that. But I had to realize that I felt alone, even though I wasn't. And to realize that I do have that future ahead that does not require me to stick myself back in the same predicament that I was in before. I had that episode before where I was like, I'm on 10, but I was about to put myself right back in the same predicament. It wasn't the exact same position, but it was, you know, like that same, same soup, different bowl. And I would have had the exact same result. But why was I even doing that? it, It wasn't even necessary. So I had to be honest with myself because I wasn't. And I also had to be honest with those that I was about to kind of put myself in a professional relationship with or was at least attempting to. So I had to look at that truth versus the life that I had created or the life life that I was about to create. And I think that all of us need to do that that we need to compare what's really true and what we're doing because of the life that we have created. And it's easy to say, I do what I want to do. I buy what I want to buy. That's not even what I'm talking about. It's a much deeper question than that. So truth versus the life that you have created. Also, I want to salute the educators out there because I think that the educators are the ones in the biggest battle. They're in the biggest battle that I know of right now. Next on that, I also want to make sure that I include that parents, you are the second layer of education for your students. It is no longer a thing to send your kids to school and not worry about it because the resources are not there. They're just not. And it's important that you become a second layer of their education, period, point blank. You, you don't have to listen to what I'm saying. You don't have to. And if you choose to, that is great. If you ju- if you don't choose to, you'll see what I'm talking about soon enough. But you are absolutely the second layer of their education. You absolutely are. Last but not least, truth is peace. Truth is peace. Because once you speak your truth and live your truth, There's nothing negative that can come to you. There are learning experiences, sure, and they are scary. But there is nothing that will tear you down if you are living your truth. Truth is peace. Truth is peace. And I'm going to say to you, peace. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. This is Jody of Fervor. I'm signing off. Have a good one, y'all. See you next time.